0: This is the Women With Vision Podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else.
1: Hey there's superwomen. I'm so excited today to have my next guest. Uh, she is an amazing CEO of BlackHistoryEveryday.com. She is a comic. She's been an editor in chief for a black weekly newspaper. Such a delight to talk to. And I'm excited to talk to her because she reminds me and we were talking like about a week ago about what I used to do as a little hobby that I didn't realize that she could you could have made it into something. And she's literally doing it amazing. And so when I talk to her, I feel smarter. You know, just I just like want to sit up a little straighter. So, Kiki, how are you?
0: I'm well. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I'm extremely I'm ex-
0: well. So, and excited. Hey, thank you for, for sharing your hobby that you did because I had no idea that anyone had done anything like that.
1: Yeah. It's funny because I just was, I was just in high school and I just felt like people need to know. You know, I just like, they're not teaching this and, and they're not teaching this to us. I was from Ohio. So, I'm so pleased to see that you went on and said, yeah, people actually do need to know this every day. It's not just February, but every day.
0: Well, I was really thrilled to hear that in high school that you had recognized that Black History Month wasn't enough information and you did something about it and you got the school to go along uh, because I think you told me that you you got the principal to let you have uh, an announcement every day about a Black History fact uh, that you hadn't heard about or no one had heard about, and you said it over the intercom, correct? Yeah,
1: I did. I did. That's
0: fantastic. Well, that's really uh, what my business, blackhistoryeveryday.com, is about. It really came from, uh, just like you said, you were dissatisfied with what was happening with Black History um, Month. I was, too, and everybody around me was grumbling You know the things that we always hear. Why is it the shortest month of the year? Why do we, why do we need to know so many facts about George Washington Carver and and uh, um, you know Rosa and all the other people and what you know what are the missing things? And I think that um, you know when I watched that movie and read the book about hidden figures that also really prompted a lot of things for me. Um, So I decided, and and I had other people tell me this, as as we mentioned, that Black history needed to be every day. Um, And much to my surprise, when I did a search, the website, the URL, blackhistoryeveryday.com was available. So I purchased that website and then decided that I would put out a different Black history fact every day. Actually, at the the same time, I was uh, given uh, an Alexa and I decided that I wanted, even though I didn't know how to do this, that I should develop an Alexa skill uh, that was also called Black history every day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did. So I developed the Alexa skill when I was 60. I had no coding experience, wow. but there was something that was online that said that you could make uh, this uh, skill uh, and it was easy. It was five steps. It, it, it took much longer than that, and uh, but I ended up doing it. And Then it turns out with the skill, the skill would basically take facts from my website, but unbeknownst to me, and I'm, I'm sure it's because of the way that I set up the skill it would take five facts a day. So I had planned on doing one fact a day right. for black history every day. And I ended up doing five facts a day to feed Alexa. Alexa. And I'm and I'm, working, I'm working by myself. Um, wow. And uh, then I actually did uh, fortunately had a young intern uh, who was presenting me this. She was in high school. She was uh, 16 years old and in high school and wanted to work in journalism. So I got her to help me uh, you know do the get the facts up on the website and and I I did that and I worked with her for about a year and then uh, I had a couple of other partners who would do a few things but the bulk of the now there are more than 2000 facts on blackhistoryeveryday.com. Wow. I have written myself um, And then it actually occurred to me uh, during early on in the pandemic that just because Alexa took five facts a day, I didn't have to develop five facts. I could just develop one fact a day and it would continue to rejuvenate. So that's what I've done. And and that's made it a lot easier. And um, and I did it with the mindset of. Uh, you know, certainly giving homage to what we know and that we have regurgitated to us every Black History Month, but going beyond that. uh, You and I talked about, you know, even simple things like knowing that we know who the founders uh, of Black Lives Matters, but a lot of people don't know that the three founders of Black Lives Matter are all queer. Mm -hmm. And I found that, that those were some of the voices that were being left out Right. Of, of of black history the the, the queer voices um, uh, the intersections uh, yes. were also being left out uh, you know black and Jewish, black and Asian right. uh, you know black and uh, you know any sort of things and then I, I I just took delight in finding things that were really aha moments for me um, mm-hmm. you know the the first of anything, particularly if it was, you know, in 2020 or 2021, just kind of amazing that it's the you know, the the first woman, uh, you know, first Boston, for example, here here's one. Boston is having its first black woman mayor. It's wow. 2021. There has never been a black woman who's been mayor. Uh, and then well, let's start up even higher. Of course, there's never been a black woman who has been vice president of the United States right. or a black and Asian woman that has been vice president of the United States. Right. So just things like that um, and kind of, you know, expanding the uh you know what? What? What is Black history across the board? Uh, you know, through the arts. You know, history is definitely a big part, but arts are, are a very big part of how we identify uh, as well. So, just it, it's really a labor of love to 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 do this. And I, I liken it to I'm also educating myself. Yes. I'm, I'm educating other people, but I'm 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 educating myself and my children. Um, you know in terms of the, just the, the real diversity of black history and not limited to the United States, might I add. You know we have a continent that we all came from, and we are all over the world. Yes. Uh, I had uh, the privilege of going to uh, to Sweden uh, just um, it was it was kind of a fluke and uh, the, before I went, uh, a lot of my Black friends said, why do you want to go to Sweden? There are no Black people there. And I'm like, there are Black people all over the world. What are you talking about? Everywhere, so yes. one of my, my things was um, I, I did a, a series on, on Facebook called Black in Scandinavia. So literally when I was, I was in, mainly in Stockholm, Sweden, every Black person that I saw I talked to, yeah. uh, and I interviewed, and uh, just uh, just had had fun with them and learned about why why they were there and what had happened and how long they had been there, and it was really really fun uh, yeah. to do. But to get away from this notion that you know uh, black folks only come from Alabama and Mississippi and stay in the United States, we're all over the world. Al Huge. Lover. Black population in Canada, uh, you know, yeah. huge history there. And as I mentioned, uh, we have a whole continent that we yeah. came from and that we have migrated uh, from. And some of us are still on that continent yeah. uh, as well.
1: Matter of fact, I just read an article like just last week about um, black people in Russia literally just read this article and it was like such an interesting, like how they got there, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure if you saw that article, but it was,
0: I didn't, but I am going to find it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Black from Russia. You know, another fact, Kiki, I just learned Mansa Musa, the richest man who ever lived. you got to look this up is black king man, wow, mansa musa Lord. he is this is the craziest thing i had never knew i never knew it and then i heard it and then i was mad because i had never known it he's an african king he's the richest man in history and he's an african king mansa musa
0: i never heard that before yeah you gotta look that one up the, the beauty that once I started this in, in engaging with people, mm-hmm. people tell me stuff, people send me stuff, people post stuff on Facebook and tag me. And I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: You know, another f- interesting thing, I can go on and on about this, this topic, by the way. But another interesting thing about this, um, and I, I don't have the answer, but I, I think I was, I've always been driven by... I heard that we came from kings and queens. I would always hear yeah. that we've we're we're descendants of kings and queens. But then I started trying to find out how. Ah. Like I wanted the answer, but how, what is that? And where does that mean? What does that mean? Exactly. I mean, I did my DNA. I found that I'm mostly uh, Nigerian, right? That's the, mostly my uh, heritage is Nigerian and other parts of West Africa, of course, but uh, just wanted to find out what that meant, you know, because, of course, it gives you kind of a sense of pride and self, sense of self knowing, you know, kind of where you came from. But yeah, that dry, that's what's always driven me to know. Yes, history. that's good.
0: And I love that. And I already looked up Mansa Musa and will be including him in an upcoming um, uh, Black History Every Day uh, after this month. Because you know, one of the things that I also have the privilege of doing is this is Women's History Month, so yes. all of my entries are women uh, for the for the month of uh, the month of March, which yeah. is which is fantastic. And then in uh, uh, Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month, all my uh, all of the uh, uh, the listings are Black and Asian, and in um, uh, Latinx Month, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, they're all they yes. <laughs> black necks as I call it. Yes. I can black totally American.
1: geek out with you Kiki forever because this is all like my guilty pleasure things I do on my side thing. Like I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like off and I have my phone and I'm looking up stuff. This is what I'm looking up.
0: That's great. <laughs> well, whenever you find something like that, feel free to, 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 shoot me a text. And, uh, I, I, I love it. Uh, that's fun. I mean, I have a, a group of, um, of, of, of women that I have known since we were uh, in our first year in law school and uh, there's uh, seven of us and we you know have a texting group and they all send me stuff you know that, that, that they find too that they've discovered did you know about this and 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 sometimes they're like like you it's like I can't believe I didn't know about this right. uh, I can't believe we didn't they're all around my age in their early 60s and it's just, it's it's amazing that you know the treasure trove. But as I said, a lot of the voices, uh, you know, just get, w- were hidden figures, particularly yes. women, uh, particularly queer folks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's and, and 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 particularly if someone was active in the civil rights movement and they were queer you know, that, that, that was never disclosed. That was definitely never disclosed. disclosed. Yeah. And, and even in our entertainment figures as well. Yes,
1: Um, of course,
0: of course. Yeah.
1: What what has been some obstacles that you have overcome, whether just in life, you know, being a lesbian woman, being a woman of color, what are some obstacles that you have particularly overcome?
0: I, I think, you know, that there are, are, there are a lot and I'll, I'll speak just from a personal point that, uh, uh, you know, one, uh, two, maybe two of the, 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 the biggest ones. And, and I, I picked that language, uh, ex- explicitly big. Um, I, I used to weigh 222 pounds more than I weigh now. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, um, You know, I I, I used to tell people I didn't know uh, where the prejudices were coming from, where the obstacles were coming from, where the blocks were coming from. Uh, Was it because I'm black? Was it because I'm a woman? Was it because I'm a lesbian or a lesbian, as I say, a black lesbian? Or is it because of my weight? Uh, All of those are areas that people discriminate against yeah. and sometimes are obstacles uh, to furthering your career and, and what you want to do in life. Um, uh, in 19, so, no, uh, 2000, I was interviewing uh, for a job at uh, the CBS owned and operated television station in San Francisco, KPIX mm-hmm. uh, TV and um, i was advised by several of my friends uh i had dreadlocks at the time and they're like you know you're not going to get corporate corporate ain't hiring no dreadlocks it's a, it's like it's that india ari song about hair right uh, you know when the brother's like corporate one hire no dreadlocks and but i also was as a as i mentioned uh Two, over 200 pounds more than I weigh now. Yeah. So there was that. Um, I was an out lesbian. I had a, my nose was pierced, um, and there were all these things going on. And someone uh, told me that um, in the early days that Whoopi Goldberg used to wear wigs uh, over her locks. Uh, she did. Uh, and things. So I thought that that was really interesting. But I thought. Yes. At the time, I, I, I could wear a wig over my hair, but there was no way to disguise other of my identities. That right, might All the rest blocked. of
1: the stuff, right?
0: Yeah, my weight, <laughs> my right. nose, my nose piercing, you know, the fact that I'm a lesbian, things like that. So um, ultimately, I decided, you know, I, I, I had to be me. And as I, as I said, despite what my, my mother was just, just a gas that I would try to, get a job at a corporation with my hair looking the way that it did, you know, Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like, okay, mom, you know, no, it's, it's not going to happen. So I actually did get hired without changing uh, anything. I think maybe I had a stud in my nose. Maybe I didn't wear the stud in my nose to the interview, but there was a hole in my nose. So um, I think that that was the big, the biggest obstacle, but I realized that that really had to do with me and my, what they call now, imposter syndrome, that you know you had to look and be a certain way in order to work in corporate America. Uh, and I realized that really the biggest block was me and yeah. how I felt about myself. Um, and that there were some things that, that I could change because they were not, like my weight was something that could change because uh, I wasn't healthy. Uh, but my other identities were not going to change and they were not posing, uh, either a mental or physical help to me. So that was, that was a big one, you know, getting over all of that. And the other, I think is more personal in terms of relationships. Um, I was married and, uh, I, I was married to another woman and, um, Uh, we were, we were together for a number of years and have two children and that relationship uh, didn't work out. So I, that I think was a big, was something big to overcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you continue in relationship with someone who's a co who's your co-parent and you have children and uh, you know, how, how do you do that? And, and that, those are, uh, I think, some something that took a long time uh, right. to to overcome. You know, the you know, you watch Modern Family, and they they make it seem so easy right. to, to deal with the, the blended families, but it can be quite complicated. No matter how you are, particularly when there are children going back and forth between households, and mm-hmm. you're going through um, you know divorce. And I I it back to thinking that when when I was growing up and when I knew that I was uh, a lesbian, I never envisioned that I could be legally married and it wasn't until uh, you know, the movement started happening, but I realized that even once I got the right to legally marry and was legally married, that I also had no idea about the consequences of going through a divorce and family court um, those were uh, big obstacles. And, uh, you know, fortunately, now, five years after my divorce, uh, we, we are, uh, you know, living and I've remarried living as a, as a blended uh, family. And, uh, you know, my, my daughter d- is 20. So uh, she kind of goes back and forth. Uh, between us, but mainly stays with my ex-wife. And mm-hmm. now my son, we still have joint custody of him. He's 17. Um, but those were difficult things to, uh, uh, obstacles. And let me just add a plug for therapy for everyone, because I think that sometimes oh, true. <laughs> as Black people, we don't do that, but uh, everybody's in therapy and everybody remains in therapy. And my viewpoint is particularly during a pandemic, everyone needs to be in (laughs) in something,
1: right? Some kind of therapy to help them through. It's difficult.
0: Yeah. Therapy combined with a spiritual practice, I think. Uh, Otherwise it just, and having been, you know, totally depressed in at various points in my life in the past where, you know, I've been unable to, Uh, I wasn't working, didn't get out of bed, didn't get anything together. Um, I think that now, you know, I have emotions like everyone else, but I don't have those, you know, down depressive states where, um, you know, I can't get up and function because of the combination of therapy and my spiritual practice and the passion of, of, of doing something that I really enjoy with my, with my overall writing and, specifically with my business, blackhistoryeveryday.com. Yeah. What do you think inspires you? You know, I, I know what inspires me. Uh, I, I, I get thrilled by learning of other people's successes, other black people's successes. Um, and to be able to bring them to light is even more more thrilling it's like oh my gosh you know yeah. a black woman was responsible for advancing gps uh, that that's just uh, you know amazing to me um i think one of my most recent amazing moments as as i watch um uh i watched uh, uh, serena williams and naomi osaka play tennis and i was like i i, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to deal with this. I had a hard enough time when the Williams sisters were playing each other. Right, But to see somebody legendary like this, yes, you know, play this young upstart yep. and might I say just politically active mixed race yes. woman was just so unbelievably beautiful. And even though I did want Serena to win and she did not, just to see the humility that these two black women met each other, you know, during a pandemic and the way Serena was just so gracious, uh, you know, to Naomi and Naomi was like, Oh my God, I, I, I saw her play growing up. Right. you know, that whole thing. So those things thrill me at, at every level, whether it's it's sports, whether it's industry, um, whether it's the arts, um, I, I, I'm just filled with passion uh, at seeing uh, these wonderful things and even wonderful things that I can't necessarily write about in, in uh, BlackHistoryEveryDay.com. I mean, mm-hmm. the other day when I saw the interview, I'm not big into the Royals, but when I saw... Um, you know, Harry and uh, and and I call her Meg now because because I feel like I'm close to her. Right. <laughs> right when I saw them give their, right. their interview and to hear her, unfortunately, speak so eloquently about the the racism that she that she faced and uh, you know the differences in how she was treated and to speak about how she sought out health help yes. mm-hmm. for 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 her mental for her mental health right. and to know that Harry had as well. Um, and just to see, you know, uh, Oprah in interviewing them, you know, shocked that someone would inquire about, uh, you know, what the skin color oh, of my the baby goodness, was. So crazy. And, I'm not surprised you know, though. I'm not, I wasn't surprised either. And I, and I think about how, you know, the things that we still need to, to look for, you know, that even within our race, yeah we have, you know, stuff about the color of the skin. Um, of course. Yeah, so, but, but, but it is, for me, the, the, the thrill and the passion is in hearing these things expressed um, and hearing them expressed well. Uh, I, I actually was a big Meg fan because I used to watch her on, now I can't even think, Suits. Mm-hmm. I used to watch her on Suits and I'm like, what? Of course, I like everybody on, on that show, but uh, I particularly liked her and, and Gina Torres. I like the, of course, the women, the women mm-hmm. of color on it, right? Um, and so strong and and how she dealt. and just to see her in, in that situation to continue to develop as a as a strong mother, yes, uh, a, as well. In addition to being a wife and 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 any family person and and having to deal with her family. Uh, in 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 a public way uh, right. you know having to deal stuff with with her father the way she did so that that those things uh, i'm very i'm always very passionate about and and love to hear and just to to bring the beauty and successes and to even uh, you know maybe highlight or acknowledge uh when people have had challenges and what they have done to overcome the the those challenges because everything's not rosy all the time but that's right you know, ultimately, you know, hopefully we all have joy in our life and, and can, can thrive and still acknowledge the times, uh, you know, cause obviously we, we have a lot brought to the, 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 forefront and, um, and, and I, I should also add that even aside, I'm basically, I'm a writer. So even aside from blackhistoryeveryday.com, I also write in long form. Um, I wrote a, a, a piece uh, that came out on the wire services today, so it should be in in newspapers. Uh, really about the the notion that now we're on the eve. Yesterday they started the jury selection for the the officer who I'll, I'll just say murdered George yeah. Floyd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, just, I read there was uh, a a poll in USA Today that talked about the attitudes that people had uh, today nearly a year after, uh, uh, well, it is a year after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It is um, nearly a year after Breonna Taylor was murdered, uh, coming up on the year anniversary of when George Floyd was murdered. you know, a year ago today, people were, and white people were very actively talking about Black Lives Matter. And they were very actively talking about defund the police. And now a year later, according to this poll, uh, white people's attitudes about Black Lives Matters have shifted and are less positive about that. Mm -hmm. And their notions about Protesting, um, and there also, their notions about what should happen with this uh, officer uh, in in the trial has right. shifted as well. Who's not being charged with murder? Uh, the, there are a couple of charges, not murder, and you know what are the consequences, and what should we be doing now about police? Uh, because these things still keep happening, um, yes. and you know, we have the the, the the thing defund the police, but it's not about that just literally. We're not saying eliminate the police when that right. happens. It's reimagine and maybe reallocate resources right. because we're dealing with mental health issues, not only within the police department, but yes. of the people that they are supposed to be serving. That's um, right. And the impact that that, that has, the, the article is also the impact that it, it's had on me and how I deal with my children and what I say, because when I was growing up, not that every, I grew up in the, in the South, I was born in the Midwest and, you know, in the middle of the civil rights movement, but my father always told me that he would protect me, baby, you're going to be safe. And I cannot say that to my children. Right. And I don't have a response when my, I ask my 17 year old to go to the store with me, but he, to, for food shopping, but he needs to put on his mask. And he says to me, mom, I don't want to go out. Um, right. I'm a black man with a mask. I'll be killed. Yeah. Um, and, or to say to my daughter who was 20, uh, you know, when she's trying to ride public transportation our, our system to go to uh, go to work. And she's like, Mom, I'm, I'm afraid they killed an 18 year old black girl on board right. uh, yeah. and things like that. So, I, 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 you know, I, I write about those things also um, in my in my feelings, because I think that we can do better. Yes. Um, and we're in the the area of social media where, uh, you know, we're seeing things that have existed all along, but we're now seeing them and sometimes seeing them in real time um, yes. as well. Um, so, so I don't know good. what your, your last original question yeah, was. Yeah, no, you, I, got I, you, got got okay. you got it.
1: You definitely got it. You got it. I love this. I love this conversation. I know people are going to want to find you. I know they first of all can find you at blackhistoryeveryday.com.
0: That's correct.
1: And where else can they reach out to you? And you have kikipost.com as well. I have well.
0: kikipost.com uh, and, and they can find me there. And uh, both sites they can send me uh, an email if they want to reach out to me directly. Uh, I'm on social media, I'm on, I am on Instagram, uh, uh, Black History Everyday, uh, the A uh in black left out because it it wasn't available so i'm easily uh found on on social media and i i I just i love to connect with people um just because i I love the connection um awesome i love
1: it kiki is so amazing uh, definitely check her out. Uh, I think you can also ask Alexa and get like a history
0: every day. You can. <laughs> you can. You can. The, the correct Alexa language is Alexa. Enable Black History Every Day. Oh, and I then love it. When when uh, when Alexa, and then then you ask after it's been enabled, you ask Alexa for your flash briefings, and you will hear five. Black History Facts, and you want to hear that. And you want to, yes. And you want to review me on on Alexa as well. Oh, so good, so good.
1: Kiki, thank you so much for being here. This has been amazing, and I look forward to all the stuff we're gonna be doing in the future.
0: Thank you, Tam, I appreciate you.